Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thinks the Podcast. God rest ye. Well, actually, just God rest ye to the married gentlemen, not the women. That song was written by a dude. Just as God rest ye to the gentlemen. God rest ye, married gentlemen, and not to the ladies. That is what that song is, is about. We exclude you. Even back in the day, they excluded you from Christmas carols. All you ladies that didn't want, that didn't want, just be pregnant, just have our, have our kids, and just don't even. You can't vote, man. You can't even. You can't even be in our Christmas. We don't even want you in our Christmas songs, man. How much better were the? I actually like that song. I like like the. You know how it sounds kind of off. I don't like it because I like it because it's sexist and excludes women. I like it because it sounds kind of off, man. Like it sounds kind of like God rest you, married gentlemen. Just the 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 sound of it sounds kind of eerie. Uh, there's a couple Christmas songs that sound kind of eerie, like the Christmas Carol. What what child is this? That that like tune sounds kind of eerie. But uh, I'm kind of in a Christmassy mood, man, and. Uh, I actually started putting together a bunch of Christmas music yesterday just because, like, when September hits, you have all these people that are like, oh, Halloween, like all the freaks that are on social media all year that post stuff about Halloween all year. And I'll call them freaks because you're grown up. Like, I understand if you're little. I understand if you're little and you're like, oh, Halloween, you know, is the time to get candy. But if you're grown, man, just chill out (laughs) and but i mean i didn't grow up we didn't i didn't grow up uh being allowed to trick-or-treat so maybe that's why i'm kind of like that (laughs) and like oh you're stupid (laughs) but it's like uh i don't know i'm more once september hits dude it's christmas music time and and that annoys some people around me but i don't care like my like with everything else in my life like, if people just don't like something about me, it's just like, all right, well, that sounds that sounds like it's your problem and not mine because, like, I want to be... I, will, I will, would like to have Christmas, you know? And I think that 2020, like, we're in dire need of, like, some Christmassy stuff going on. So, uh, actually, like, when, when all this... Uh, pandemic first hit back in March I remember this Christmas town USA which is it's a it's a town near me is in North Carolina or as our governor would say North Carolina uh a tickle part of North Carolina uh um it's this place this little town called McCaddenville right and every year I might have talked about it on my podcast before I probably did I probably did talk about it back around the holidays but uh it's called McCannville. It's Christmas Town, USA, is what it's called. And the whole town, every Christmas, um, they decorate the whole town in lights. I'm not talking about just like some of the houses. I'm talking about the city pays people to put up Christmas lights and all these huge trees and public parks. And people do their houses up big. And like there's there's a line that you get in, you can drive through McCannville. And uh, you just turn your lights off and you can creep through there and look at all the lights. And there's Christmas music playing. Or you can get out and walk. We usually get out and walk around. And uh, it's just like one of my favorite... It's one of my favorite Christmas traditions. And uh, 
when the pandemic first hit, they were like, well, we're going to, you know, light up some of the town, you know, to make people feel better. Um, and then they met and I got, I guess the, it was like on the news and the papers and stuff. And I guess some of the leaders was like, that's not a good idea because people get out of their cars and they'll like breathe in each other's faces. So they decided not to do it, but I'm looking for like, man, just Christmas, man. I'm looking forward to Christmas and all of my sexist Christmas music, <laughs> but, uh, but so that's why I've been doing this weekend. This is a long weekend. What is this? Labor Day weekend? Memorial Day weekend? It's the 4th of July weekend, everybody. But uh, this will come out Monday, so I guess it's Labor Day. And uh, I don't really know what that's about. Let's Google that real quick on the show and, and see what we're celebrating here. What is Labor Day? what is labor day that's what we want to know because at least you can learn something you probably already know what it's about okay let's see labor day is a federal holiday in the united states celebrated on the first monday in september to honor and recognize the american labor movement and the works and contributions of labor to development and achievements of the united states it is the monday of the long weekend known as labor day weekend and date monday september 7th 2020 celebrations parades and barbecues and its frequencies annually all right so it's just like hooray for us we work so let's take a day off hey, it works for me you know what i'm saying i'll take it so happy labor day to everybody out there to all you people all, to, all the poor people that uh america's uh been built on the backs of <laughs> Uh, thanks for the day, big guy. But, uh, what else? Dude, have you noticed how, uh, how everywhere's running out of change? This is something I want to talk about on today's podcast. Have you noticed how everywhere is running out of change right now? Like, er like, everywhere. And they say that there's a corn, a coin, a corn shortage? There's a coin short, man. Maybe, like, people that don't know how to talk shouldn't start podcasts, you know? <laughs> like, I have a speech impediment. I guess I'll start a podcast now. Um, there's a coin shortage, and so I looked up what was going on with that, and it was it said that the supply chain, because, because like, older coins get taken out of circulation, right? And then they're replaced with newer coins, so they're saying that, they're saying since like places have been shut down even f on the federal level um, because of the coronavirus, they're saying that that supply chain has been interrupted, and that's where it, why everybody is running short on on uh, on coins. And so, what you automatically do because some places are like giving you vouchers, not all places, but like there's a lot of places that are like, you know, we'll we'll give you vouchers. Um, for your for your like receipt you know like a, but who wants to carry around a bunch of a bunch of receipts you know what i mean so you got to dig through your wallet or dig through your purse or dig through your fanny pack every time you want to um shop somewhere you're like where did i put my voucher you know my paper voucher like people don't want to do that so they automatically swipe their cards but here's my thing is why 
are the coins disappearing, right? Why is that part still going on, but the resupply part's not going on? That's why I want to know. And you might be like, Glenn, you're, you're just a conspiracy theorist. You should trust our government more, Glenn. Really? Like, really? Like, if that's the way you think, that's fine. Like, if you watch... If you watch the evening news and you're like, oh, everything is exactly like I'm seeing and being told that it is, then, you know, you could look up the news story and that could satisfy, um, that could satisfy your questions. But with me, I don't buy that, man, because how come they're still disappearing? They're still disappearing, right? But they're not, the, the new ones aren't coming. Like, that's sketchy. And let me tell you something else. That's sketchy that is happening at a time of civil unrest, number one. And number two is happening at a time where there's, like, a nationwide pandemic going on, right? Because we're all, like, this year in this, like, a lot of stuff, you need to start, you need to start looking at, at little stuff that's happening right now because it's times like this that they can pretty much do whatever. It's, it's times like this that they're, they they came out and they were like, oh yeah, UFOs are real. And like they came out and said that, but that's not what's flooding the news cycle. What's flooding the news cycle is all this other news, all this other stuff, all this other bigger stuff. And so they're like, they can slip all this stuff like now is a prime time that we can just do whatever we want. Let's start taking coins out of circulation. And then once you take coins, because coins are like a metal, right? Coins are a metal. So it's like a physical, it's like something that's mined from the ground. It's something like, I don't know the word, substantial. That's not the word that I'm looking for. It's like a real physical thing. You know what I mean? Like there's only so many coins. It might be a common metal. You know, because I know that it's not like a rare precious metal, but I'm saying that these coins are like, there's like a limited amount. Like paper money, you can print paper money. It's like nonstop, never ending, you know, never ending. We can just keep printing, printing, and printing, and printing, and printing. You know what I mean? But coins are actually, you know, a, like a, like a metal that's, that's, we could eventually run out of to me when i think of like if 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 the system collapsed right if the if the whole system collapsed i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that uh that coins are what we would they would still have value but i think that in rebuilding a system it would probably be we would probably go back to coins. I bet we would go back to at least gold and silver coins. You know, like it, that would be, you would be like these hold some kind of value over like a paper note from a government, the government. That's like, this isn't backed. This note isn't backed. It's backed by the federal government. Doesn't that make you feel better? Like it's not backed by actual gold. It's just like, it's, we say it's good, so it's good. And we make as much of it as we want, but it's good, right? Like, it, 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 it's just kind of sketchy that all these coins are disappearing and people aren't even paying attention, man. And, like, I went I went to get um, some sausage biscuits yesterday and I had a little bit of cash on me. And, uh, 
And I was like, well, I'll just pay with cash. And so I got up to the window and said, if you pay with cash, you got to use exact change. So I, I did have some like coins in my car because I haven't been using cash um, at all because I don't want like the you I hand you something you hand me something it's just been like a swipe or insert your chip and that's that like I haven't been doing that and so I was like yeah I'll pay with exact change and then after I did I was like man I get my coins away for a sausage biscuit but I mean they don't like the government doesn't know that I ate a sausage biscuit yesterday like I'm telling all y'all I'm blowing my cover now but like think about how everything like and I talked about I think it was on the podcast last week when I talked about my phone knowing where I was where I was going like when I wasn't even when I wasn't even it's not a routine it's not something routine it was like I woke up and I was like I'll stop at this place and get a pack of gum and my phone was like you have 22 minutes or 23 minutes to get to this place and it was like that's so weird and it's like is is this the government's way of like slowly and quietly transitioning us more into the digital world because the digital world it's it's like a world we all spend so much time and I t- I ran about this man I talk about this I'm sorry I talk about this a lot and um but it's something that I think about a lot because it's like you transition and there's no, there's no, it's, it's so crazy because there's no rule book. There's no how to, there's no living in the digital world for dummies. It's like, it's like you're forced into this world. You know, even through the change shortage, you can say, I don't want to be in this world, man. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to do all of my transactions with my money. I want to do them with cash. I don't want to do them like with a magnetic strip or a chip where your information is instantly put into the digital world. Like I don't want to do that. Like right now, like not to not to try to freak anybody out or to act like I'm just overly paranoid but right now in a lot of places you don't have a choice and I think that that's kind of a scary thing a little bit you know what I mean that's kind of sketchy like you're being forced into this you know during a bad situation and I think during a bad situation you can get you can get uh you can write things off with like a minimal concern like you might something that might bother you in in like good times when everything's like good um might not bother you as much if you're like 2020 we're used to bad news you know what i'm saying like you're used to you know <laughs> you're just used to bad stuff happening and so you overlook stuff that's like usually you'd be like man what's up with that so what i don't understand and there's probably an explanation that they would come out and say well glenn they they can still turn the coins in they just can't get new coins like the new coins are not being produced but the old coins are still being why don't we just put a halt to that man because every once in a while you get a busted penny or a green looking dime or a nickel that looks like I had gum stuck on the back of it I, I can live with that like I take some busted change for a while we, we ain't gotta have new shiny change but but don't act like 
don't act like something ain't going on because something is. I don't know what is, like with a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that I see that after a while of seeing it and hearing it, I'm like, ah, something ain't right. You know, something's kind of sketchy about that. But I don't know what it is because I'm just a guy with a podcast. It's blue collar. I'm not very, I don't claim to be a rocket scientist, you know, but I know, I know when something ain't right. You know, and something struck like just in my gut, I feel like something's not right. And it kind of has bothered me for a while, like uh, like with all the stimulus stuff and how how are the federal government like on the federal level just like will spend like there's endless money, like just common sense tells you that that's something's wrong with that. Like, because there's not endless resources. And just because we're America, there's not. Like, that's not the way that it... That's not the way that it works. And I'm not any... I'm not, like, when I did take macroeconomics... Let me tell you something. I took macroeconomics at uh, a community college. And before the... It was, like, a real hard class, right? And before the class even started, the lady that taught the macro. And I was like, and so she was like, you should give you like, this is like when you can still withdraw from the class. I'm like, uh, well, I'm pretty smart. I'm really smart so I'm going to pass this class. I didn't do very good at macroeconomics. I'll go ahead and tell you. I think that macroeconomics means big time and microeconomics means like little economics. You know what I mean? So that's all I, you need to know is what's the difference? What is the difference? What's the difference between macro and microeconomics? I'm going to teach y'all something, but you probably know. Probably, I don't know. There's probably college, there are college educated people listening to my podcast. So just be patient. Be patient with me because I don't know. What is the difference? The difference. You don't even have to know how to spell because your phone will correct you. Like this, this just, it's their plan. Like just to make them, just slowly make them touched in the head. Like you don't even have to remember how to spell. You can get out of high, you can get out of high school and just like have a smartphone that's cheap even. And it will correct like you can spell like your, like your Webster or something. What's the difference between micro... And macro economics. I'm getting way off because this has nothing to do with what I was telling. Economics is divided into two different categories: microeconomics and macroeconomics. Microeconomics is the study of individuals and business decisions, while macroeconomics looks at the decisions of countries and governments. I was right. See, I was right. Micro and macro. I was right. I just like rattle that off the top of my head just r- rambling on a podcast filling the air with with words yeah and i was right just see common sense i got good common sense the lord has blessed me because i'm a married gentleman good thing i ain't a lady but anyway uh what else i threw my i threw my phone down because i googled it on my phone i threw my phone down like i didn't need my phone anymore but uh, that has my subjects 
in which I wish to talk to you about these things today. Oh, did y'all see? Did y'all see this? This was a. Uh, this was. I think it was the VMAs where Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga performed with masks on, right? And uh, and. I saw articles being like, well, if are people saying if they can if they can perform and dance and sing with mask on, then you can wear a mask too. Which I think that everybody needs to wear masks and I already released my plan as your presidential candidate. I already released my plan how to get all the people wear don't wear masks to wear masks. You just tell them you're gonna play cowboy and then they'll wear they'll wear the they'll wear the bandana mask. Or we can make masks that look like bandanas and just tolerate the cowboy hats. So that's my plan. So I already figured that out. But no, they wasn't singing. They weren't singing. They were dancing around and lip syncing. Like, that's perfect. Like, that is perfect for them because a lot of those performers just lip sync anyway, especially all those pop stars. So that was like, that was like the perfect cover for them they can really oh do my dance move and i do my head a certain way when i'm supposed to be singing these lyrics you know what i mean that's perfect that's perfect i would i would say like when this pandemic ends a bunch of them are going to be like oh man that's a bummer you remember back when we could wear masks we didn't even have to lip sync you know and all these suckers just bought it all up I just thought that that was funny. I mean, I don't know. There's nothing there. There's nothing. Like, Glenn, what? Is that it? Uh, that's that's all. That's it. <laughs> Aren't you glad that I talked about that? Something else that I did was I, um, like, I fixed the toilet. Um, I fixed the toilet, right? I had this toilet and was leaking out the side of the toilet. And so I was like, well, um... I'm going to try to fix it because if you try to, if you hire a plumber, let me tell you something. And a lot of you know, like if you hire a plumber, I used to do a little bit of plumbing. So I know that if you hire a plumber, you're going to like, you're going to pay an arm and a leg. And a lot of times, like, especially because it was up in the, in the second story. And when I took the toilet up, the screws on the side of it were rusted, right? The screws on the side of the toilet that bolted the toilet down to you have something called a flange which is like your your drain pipe comes up and then you have this round thing this round piece of of uh it's like a round thing that that glues to your drain pipe and it's called a toilet flange and the two bolts in the side of your toilet um i'm not to those of you that know what i'm talking about i'm sorry but like everybody's never seen this like the two bolts on the side of your toilet they bolt to this toilet flange well the bolts were rusted like to where you couldn't even you couldn't even get a wrench or a socket on these bolts so what i did was i bought a hacksaw and i just cut them off right well when i got the toilet out i saw that the the right side I guess if you're facing it would be the left side, but if you're sitting on it, it's the right side of the toilet. Like the flange was busted, right? And so I was like, well, this ain't good. Maybe a plumber should take care of this. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, there's no way to replace this flange because, like, you, there's no way you can't crawl under the house because it's upstairs. So I was like, you're going to have to cut out a chunk of this floor you know to cut out the flange and to replace the pipe and the flange i was like that ain't good so um 
I started watching YouTube and I found like a flange repair kit that you could put that you could put like right on top like you could bolt it down to the old flange and I look I watched a bunch of reviews about it and it seemed legit so I did that and a wax seal and I bought some like caulk to uh just for an extra precaution to put around the top of the new piece that I put down and I had the wax seal and all that and I did that and uh and I fixed that and then I went ahead it was leaking out between the tank and the between the tank and the bowl so I bought a new seal kit and redid all that and uh and now it doesn't leak anymore but that makes me feel good when you do something like that it makes you uh it makes you feel good man you know when you when you fix something like that and it's just a little little stuff like that like I don't always gotta be I'm not one of these busy like just gotta be a busy bee all the time it ain't about like uh it's not about really staying busy all the time but it's like being grateful for the little stuff you know it's kind of like uh that's one that's a big thing to me that's like a big thing that's a big thing that I try to focus on. I'm not good at it. I don't want to act like I'm like I'm uh like I'm some kind of expert, but something just big that's important to me in my personal life that helps me is like I like to stay grateful. I like to uh I like to, or it's important to me to stay grateful for the little stuff. You know, I'm grateful for the big stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I am grateful for a lot of little things and I think that I think that when you like every day something that I try to do is I try to start my day like every day I try to start my day um thinking about everything that I'm grateful for right and everything that I have that a lot of people don't have right because no matter how bad you might have it there's always somebody, even if it's a dead guy, that has to, that has the worst thing. Could be worse. I could be that dead guy, and uh, and so I think for me, I've just trained myself over the years to try my best to focus on like things that I appreciate in my life, things that I'm grateful for, things that I always haven't had, but now I have. And I think that when I do that, I'm I'm less likely to take things for granted. Like there's there's a lot of stuff that I just don't take for granted. Or if I catch myself taking some like something for granted, like you know I'll start to focus more on you know that thing you know and why I should be grateful that I have that thing. It's just something that I do, man. It's something that uh. I haven't always been that way. Like, I actually was quite the opposite of, like, that mentality when I was younger. And, uh, like, I didn't appreciate uh, life in general, really, you know. And uh, and then it shows outwardly. It shows, out, it shows outwardly when you, when you don't, um, when you don't, when you aren't grateful, that comes out. And then when you are grateful, that comes out, you know, in what you do, you know. And so, like, it's just real important for me, even, especially right now, especially right now, where, man, this is, this year's whack, this year's crazy, man. 
let me tell you something. But it's not always going to be this way. And it hasn't always been this way. And uh, and so it's going to be all right. You know what I mean? And there is still a lot of good in the world. And, uh, and I need to remember that. And I'm just saying that out loud to myself. I'm not, it's not like I'm saying, you know, everybody needs to hear that. I'm just kind of saying that out loud to myself because like, uh, you know, that's something that you really, especially right now, I really have to focus on a little bit, a little bit more than usual, you know, because it's so easy to get caught up and, and kind of adopt a negative outlook, you know, when there's like so much, there's so much good, man. There's so much good in the world. There really is. And there's so much good in my life um, that I don't need to adopt a toxic mentality. But enough, enough Glenn. What are, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Shut up. What's wrong with you? I got it, man. I got it. Like if even even my t- even the Yankees, like uh, even the Yankees, like they blow right now, man. They're just so bad. Like they're just so. They're so. Uh, they just suck. Like everybody's hurt, and they just keep lit like they lost to the Baltimore to the Baltimore Orioles last night. Who loses to the Baltimore Orioles, man? Like that's just stupid. But uh, I just need to be grateful that uh, none of the Yankees have COVID, you know. And I need to be grateful that there'll be baseball next year, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about all that uh that I can do. Did y'all know speaking of that, did you know that I Glenn, thank you for your little grateful speech. I'm grateful that that's over. <laughs> oh man. Uh the like there's this movie that came out, was it like in the two thousands? Somewhere in the two thousands. It's where the wild things are. Uh I don't know. When did that come out? I'm not going to Google it. It came around 2009, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. It was called Where the Wild Things Are, the movie. You know, we all read the book when we were little and uh, about the crazy kid. And then he went off and was with all these monsters. You've read the book. Um, while I was watching the movie, they put the movie up on Prime. And I haven't seen it in years and years. I haven't seen it. I remember watching it when it first came out and being like, I like that. That's kind of a dark movie. And uh, I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed that movie. And, uh, and I didn't realize that James Gandolfini was like one of the main monsters when the kid got to the little whatever it's called, Whatchamadiggy Land, like the where the, all the wild things were. Like I didn't realize that like the main ghoul or monster or whatever you want to call it big creepy looking hairy thing i didn't realize that that was james gandolfini and i was like man he went from playing tony soprano to doing a voice in a kid movie right he went from playing like this this mobster like this cold-blooded killer mobster to like doing a voice and um like a kids movie and i just thought that that was crazy i wonder that would what that would like i wonder what how that's different how you got into character for like tony soprano i wonder how he got into character for playing this 
this this voice in this kids movie. It's just crazy to me. Like the when I see these actors that can that can go from one extreme to another, like it's just amazing to me. Like I think that like everything that I've heard about that guy um, is that he was. Like, he's dead now, God rest his soul. But when he was alive, like, he was the sweetest, kindest man. But then when you watch The Sopranos, you're just like, good Lord. Like, it's just like, if he was really, if he was really, like, this nice, sweet man, that's crazy that he could act like that. And then, because uh, you see a lot of those guys that are on movies and shows like that, like, kind of mobstery, you know, and they're natural like how they are just kind of naturally you could see like ah, i see where they pull that off you know what i mean they're not very versatile you know you don't see them in a lot of different roles there it's like you see them in every mobster movie that comes out that's just kind of how what they can do you know but just to, for somebody like that and you see them in this like kid movie and they're able to sell the character with just their voice right it's just it was it's just amazing to me and it's like i don't know if you've never seen it's really a it's really a cool movie to watch i would watch it yeah but it's like a movie that's i don't know i think grown-ups could like watch that movie without kids and enjoy a lot of stuff like a lot of stuff i have seen over the years because of my kids you know that i would never would have even tried to watch before and uh some of it's really cool it's like uh some of it's really good but uh, anyway, that's just a side, a little, a little side note because I didn't want to leave you with a grateful speech. Y'all, everybody, it's important just to be grateful as the government takes away our rights and freedoms, and you know, even our money slowly right under our noses, and no one seems to care. It's all going to be all right. At least here's the grateful part. Well, we had a good run. At least we had all them years where we uh, where we did have freedom. <laughs> At least we had, we had a good run, boys. You know, because that's who I'm talking to. God rest you, boys. Uh, yeah, we had a good run, America. It was, it was nice while it lasted. But now they're taking our coins away, so you know they have the chip in the card, and then they're gonna say that, and they're already chipping people. They've already chipped people. They brought it up a few times. They brought it up a few times, and some people have actually gotten chipped up. That one company out west, well, I think it was a tech company. They started chipping people, and they're like, "Yeah, it's cool. Like you need this." And people were like, they were chipping, like having chipping parties and stuff, like putting chips. And man, I ain't trying to be chipped. I'm sorry. I don't know what y'all doing, but I ain't trying to be chipped. Like, I'm just not. I'm just not. Like, uh, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that whole, uh, I don't like that whole idea. You know, because I'm not a machine. I'm a human being. Just give me my coins. And let me put them in my fanny pack and go about my business. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to have no chip put in me. You know? I'm like an old boy. And maybe it's good. Maybe it'd be for the best. I'd be more about Apple Pay. You know? I'd be more about Apple Pay. But I kind of think that things like that, like, 
I kind of think that even technology like that, here goes Glenn again. Just rambling man. But I kind of think even technology like that, you're so amazed and it's so cool because it's new technology. But it kind of it kind of eases us slowly towards you know because we're already dependent because I remember getting on I remember looking at maps when I was first driving I'd be going somewhere far away and I would get a map out and I would like you know how it had the little like this measurement like you know I forgot the exact measurement like an inch is maybe 50 miles or something like that depending on like the map if it's a state map or a national map or like a southeastern map like this unit of measurement is like equivalent to these many miles so i would make out a little card like a little index card and i would write the directions out like you know and i would write you know approximately this far and then you get on this you know highway and i would write everything out and then you know when the internet came out there was MapQuest and you would just like print out you would print out the uh you would print out your directions and that was pretty slick you just type in your where you start and where you want to end and it would print you could just print out the directions and that was pretty slick well then came the uh what the Garmin's and the Magellan the uh what what do they even call it the things that you would put in the dash of your car and they would tell you where to go like the uh you know what I'm talking about I forgot the name of them man I don't even know the things that are in our phones now GPS the GPS's and uh you a stupid Glenn <laughs> and now they're all in our phones and we just kind of take it for granted you know what I mean? We just kind of take all this stuff for granted. But then when you think about it, think about how much of your life, like think about how much you depend on, on a device, you know? And think about the kids. Like we know a different life. We know what life is. And we know how to function without all of this stuff. But the kids now, like they're we're bringing up the next generation and if you're a little younger than me, if you're probably like, if you're probably like 28, or if you're like 25, I would say like if you're in your mid 20s, your whole life, you've been brought up to kind of be dependent on this stuff, right? And it's just like if that gets taken away, it's like it, it, it like as it eases us more and more into this stuff. Like, people that are 25, they might be like, oh, there's a coin shortage. No big deal. I'll just use my card. And they might not think twice about it. But some of us that have lived in a different era, like, and I'm not that old. I don't want to come back when I was a kid. Like, some of us that have lived in a different era, I think that we're more likely to be like, hold up a minute. Really? Like, really? Is there really a coin shortage? What are, what, what are y'all trying to do here? You know what I mean? Because it's forcing me to swipe this card more. Yeah. What's up with that? And then I can't even buy a sausage biscuit no more without swiping this card. So even now, y'all, there's a record of where I'm eating. You know, every time I purchase something, you know where the purchase, like that, you know where 
every penny, think about that, every penny that I spend, you know where it goes, right? It's like you know every financial transaction that happens. Do you like that? Are you comfortable with that? I'm just not. Or do you like that? Are you all right with that? But anyway, not to keep. I'm, I went back into negative land. I just need to be grateful. Be grateful, Glenn, on this beautiful Labor Day that uh, that we had a good run. Oh, that everybody just let me in there. Good Lord, Glenn. Let me in there. You started singing sexist Christmas carols on the podcast today. God rest you merry gentlemen and none of you women. I bet a man. Of course a man wrote that song. I wonder if back then, like, because women had to write some songs too. You know what I mean? Like, women back in the olden day, they had to write some songs yeah, but I wonder if 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 men had them so trained up that women even women even like wrote sexist songs. You know what? I wrote this for you, dear. Um, but anyway, I hope that everybody has a good Labor Day. Yeah, I hope that uh, I hope that you I hope that you enjoy because it might be our last. I hope that you uh. That everybody no, it's all good. I'm sorry. I was just I'm just talking, man. This podcast is just there's don't don't listen to me. But if anything ever happens, I told you so. But uh But I hope that everybody has a good day. Matt, what are you gonna do? You gonna fire up the barbecue? You gonna do a little grilling? I love grilling, man. That's grilling season's about to be over. I'm gonna grill through the winter. I live in Sakalana and tickle a ball, Sakala. And, um, and, like, I'm going to try, like, I do steak day every Friday. But, uh, I had some biscuits and gravy this morning, man. That hit the spot. That, like, is, like, sometimes you eat food, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, you feel like you eat it and you're full, but you're kind of not really full. You know what I mean? Like, you're full, but it's kind of like the the food kind of is like Tetris and it's like somebody that doesn't know how to play Tetris is playing Tetris in your stomach so there's all these open gas gaps or whatever in your stomach and you're like I feel alright I'm not really full but when you eat something like biscuits and gravy uh, like a big plate of pancakes and syrup that makes me feel the same way like oatmeal something like that it just is like glue for your gut. It just goes in, and you're just like, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm satisfied. But man, some biscuits and gravy, man, that hit the spot. I haven't had that in a while. I've been thinking about biscuits and gravy for the older you get, the less. Like when you're young, when you're young, you're like, oh, I'm thinking about women and sex and ooh, you know. But then you get older. And you're just like, man, some biscuits and gravy. And I think about that for like a week. <laughs> like, I think about that like every day. And when it come in my mind, I like fantasize about biscuits and gravy. I'm like, man, you know, we good. Some biscuits and gravy would be good right now. Yeah. But that's just life. You know, when I was young, if you would have told me that, I would have freaked me out. I would have been like, no, I don't want to turn into that. But I didn't know about how good biscuits and gravy was back then, you see. But uh, but that hit the spot. But, I mean, I'm going to find... I got, like, uh, some Nathan's hot dogs. I like Nathan's. I like Hebrew National. 
Those are my favorite two hot dog brands uh, since you asked. But I got some Nathan's hot dogs. I got a big thing of 80-20 beef, which 80-20 is the best for burgers because you want them a little bit juicy. 93.7 on the grill. I don't know. You're going to end up dry by the time those are done most of the time. 80-20, that is a fattier that is a fattier mix of ground beef, but a lot of the fat cooks off and then you're you got some uh you got some juicy burgers. So I got some of that. I know some people some people uh, mix a lot of stuff in their burgers, but man, I don't know. I don't really doctor them up that much. I might put a little bit of garlic. Sometimes I put a little bit of garlic powder or garlic salt in there. Um, a little bit of if I do like if I do like garlic salt I'll do maybe a dab of onion powder maybe some Worcestershire um, but I don't I don't know maybe a little bit of egg sometimes I'll throw an egg in there just because I'll I feel like I'm rocky for a minute but there's a lot of guys that talk about barbecuing when they were young they talk about their dads will barbecue I talk to people about barbecuing and they talked about their dads would like paint all the burgers and the hot dogs with barbecue sauce, right? And I've never tried that. Maybe I'll try that tomorrow. I've never even tried that. Yeah. Maybe that gives you an extra. Maybe that gives you a little bit of extra heartburn, you know? Because sometimes you'll grill something and you're just, you'll be burping weird for a while. All right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. That's, that's the end. I don't really have nothing else to talk about. I hope that everybody has a fantastic uh, Labor Day. And uh, and I hope that you have a good week, man. And we're easing towards Christmas. If you feel a little bad, uh, you can just turn on a little Christmas music. If you don't know where to start, just DM me or email me. And uh, I'm thinking about getting off Twitter for a while. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about maybe transitioning to like, I was on Instagram for a while. I'm thinking about going back and like making a new account and just kind of keeping it private. If like my people who listen to the podcast want to follow me, I'll let them on there. But like, I'm about done, man. I'm about tapped out for 2020. And, uh, so I might take a break from that. I'm not sure yet, but you can, you can get in touch with me. The ways to do so are in the notes of the podcast and I'll send you a Christmas playlist, man. And, uh, and you know, but only to the men. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'll find a, I'll find a few songs for you ladies too, but I hope that everybody has a good week. Be safe, wear a mask, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out.